T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. About who you reminded me of in the TV business? Who's that? Ron Jeremy. <laughs> you have, I, I mean, you have everything to offer that he does. I don't have any. Ron, I got to be honest with you. Of all the things you've said on this show, that might have been the most shocking, surprising. Why? He reminds me of Ron I'm Jeremy. I'm aghast right now. Oh my goodness! That, I, you should be taken out as a compliment. I've stunned silence here. Yeah. Nobody else watches Anchorman? I did happen to see. I haven't seen many movies in my life in the last 20 years, but I did see that. I even saw Anchorman 2. I can't believe you said that. I'm blown away right now. You remind me of Ron Jeremy, and I mean it in the best of senses. Thank you, Ron. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take a break. i got to go apologize to Harry Kagman for a misspoke, uh, misstep I took here with him. What do you mean? Are you you know exactly next why segment? did you not bail me out? Because I, I thought that's what I, you meant. Well, then I mentioned Anchorman twice. I mentioned Anchorman what? and Anchorman twice. I understand until I said that. Why didn't you bail me out? I'm going to tell you why. I have not seen the second Anchorman movie, so I thought maybe there was a scene in that movie oh, that included. I mixed up that, Ron Burgundy for Ron Jeremy. That's easy to do. It, well, it's not really. Do you take you could have bailed me out. Do you take back what you said? Does Eric remind you of Ron no, Jeremy? No, he reminds me of Ron Burgundy. You don't see any Ron Jeremy qualities I in him. I do Eric. not see any okay. qualities in him there, no. But All I right. got to go apologize. <laughs> yeah, could have bailed my behind I out there. I didn't know what you were trying to but say, But I said man. anchor, man. That may be the I, – I, it's my favorite moment in 14 years here. It might and have it been was, the greatest moment in fan history. It was so natural, and those guys let me hang. And I'll never forgive Filippone for that. Eric didn't know what to say. He was just, like, blown away. And then when I said, Ron Jeremy has nothing that you don't, and his wife texted him, and, I mean, it was it was one of those moments. That, I mean, it's my favorite moment of the show. I think time. mine, too, of the fan. And the low-key best moment, now that I just heard it for the 8 millionth time, and I could hear it 8 million more, it's like the James Harrison Super Bowl return. I could just watch it on loop forever. <laughs> was Pony saying, I'm a gast right now. <laughs> that was great. And then you uh, said... Eric goes, oh, Ron. You said, you, said, you said Jeremy and Burgundy, the comparison. You said, I mean it in the best of senses. I, I hadn't caught that one before, too. 
Oh, Ron, uh, we're trying you. to cover all this up with humor. I feel like I'm at my, my friend's wedding here. I'm, I'm your best man. You're getting married. And I I'm going to take off. I want everything. Yeah, right, on your honeymoon, except it's going to last forever. <laughs> except I don't get honeymoons. I so. want the plan to go well. I, I feel responsible for the plan. I'm ner- I'm nervous. I haven't been you, nervous for a show in a long time. You've been great. This week has been unbelievable, Joe. And what you and Pompiani did on Monday, and it's been great. Every This is going to be a tough one for me. I'll admit it. A tough one. How are you feeling right now? Like I've felt since I bought my place in May. Excited as hell. Mm-hmm. I got a lot to look forward to. But uh, apprehensive, too. I don't know what's out there. I've never done this before, and I know what I'm leaving behind. A lot. A lot. Including me. Including, including you. Including little city limits in you there. You guys are high on the list. So is the guy standing over here. Our big boss. Our bi- the the man, big man. The man known as Spec. Standing right behind me. Now, what am I? What if there's a, there's a turn here and I'm the one who starts crying all day oh, instead no. of you? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hang I've got in, to hold it together. Uh, it's going to be a real difficult process for me. Well, you don't think we're done with your treats for the week, <laughs> do you? I know better than that. I saved some of the biggest for last, Ron. You can't possibly <laughs> have topped what you did on Monday. We'll if see you, about if you that. Did. We'll see about that. All right. All right. All right. We will see about All that. All right. Did you sleep last night? It's by the way, for the uninitiated, it's Ron's last show today. 40 plus years in the media business here in Pittsburgh, his final column. Is that online? I know it's come out on Sunday's post. Usually, usually they put it out on Saturday morning. Okay. And then it'll be in Sunday's paper. And you said that was going to be a retrospective. Yeah, it's going to be. Can you give us a little clue without uh, giving away too many uh, of the secrets? I've, I've be... talked about all week. It's just about some of the stuff I've done and um, th- that I didn't even realize until I really sat down and started to think of how blessed I've been to see so many games, events on somebody else's dime. Who can beat that? Who can beat that? What was the single best event you were ever at? Uh, you know, we've talked about that. I think the Cueto game probably would be Isn't my, that amazing? my favorite. Me too. But but the fact that you've been to Super Bowls and Not, Olympics. Yeah. So it was it was the energy of the building that night. 20 years of perfect storm. 20 years of losing. I mean, the blackout there, the, all the shirts, the noise, the crowd, and Russell Martin. Yeah. Who later came on with us. He did. And said that if ever a and, crowd. And uh, A.J. Burnett came on with us and talked yes, about that. Yes, he did. Said he thinks a crowd impacted that game. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's top. There have been so many. I mean, I was looking. I, the Penguins have won five Stanley Cups. I've been on the ice for all five when they got the presentation. Yeah. How about that? Pitt won two Big East titles. I was at both of them. How many people? And, and you know what I feel like about the Big East tournament. Yes. Your all-time favorite all-time event. All-time favorite. All How many people were on the ice for all five Stanley Cup presentations? Media people, I oh, wonder. I, Moley would have been one. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, there'd been more than a few. I mean, Mike Lang would have been there. I mean, just go down the list. I was only on for one in Detroit. Brooks Orpik's dad is from Buffalo, and then they're celebrating with the Cup, and I feel like I'm at a cocktail party. I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking to this guy awkwardly on the ice right. while they're all celebrating around us, both yeah. from Buffalo. That, uh, I mean— the two Big East games and then uh, so many college games. I mean, 40, I mean, the 13-9 Pitt at West Virginia, I'll never forget. Me neither. 48-14 Penn State against Pitt, I'll never forget either. Pitt was up 14 nothing in that game, number one in the country. And Dan Marino it, it threw an interception in the end zone as they're going to drive ahead 21 nothing. 
and Penn State scores the next 48 points. I'll and never forget that was at Old Pitt Stadium. How many Super Bowls, Ron? I, you know, I don't know. I lost track of them. I mean, I was not at any of the 70s, um, but I was at all the ones, you know, the ones they won. Cower was, what, one and one, and Tomlin was one and one, right? Am I missing any? I think that was it. And then for Pirates. So four there, but a lot of other Super Bowls, too. For Pirates World Series, just the 79, <laughs> and not only at well, the 79, on the plane wait, ride wait, home wait. with the team. Yeah, but wait a minute. You, you make it sound like there's more than one. Well, Just 70, the 79. That's it, baby. 71 well, would have been a possibility. That, How yeah, old are you? Yeah, well, don't I, give away your age. Was, I'm sorry no, I said No, no, it's okay. I was not, I was not in, it's a 71. I wish I had because we become close friends with Steve Blass. And, yeah. I mean, two, two complete games in a World Series. How about that? Take us on to the plane ride. Back from the 79 series with, to say that that team had a bunch of characters would be a radical that understatement. Was just, it was just pandemonium. I mean. Did they give you beer? Uh, I don't remember. I was trying to write. I was at the Beaver County Times then, and we were in an with afternoon. With what? Did you have a type? Uh, seriously, yeah, a just typewriter Maybe writing then? it out on hand yeah. and then went to the office when we got back at four in the morning or whatever. Wow. Um, I, I just, uh, I was. I always had a great relationship with Stargell on that team. He always was good to me. Parker, not so much. Candelaria, not so much. But Willie was great to me. And Garner, and those guys, and even Foley after he. And were all he, the wives on the plane? To yell me. Yeah, that's what I said. It was pandemonium, pandemonium. But it was, uh, and I was so happy for Chuck Tanner. His mother had just died like game four before game four. And I knew Chuck, you know, he's from Newcastle. I'm from Beaver Falls. I've, I've known Chuck, knew Chuck for a long, long time. I'm just looking at you over here. Oh, it came up the stairs today, and there you were. My familiar sight is the back of your head. Partially bald, not completely <laughs> bald yet. And you're playing solitaire, oh. I think. Were you playing solitaire I, this morning? That's how I relax in the morning. When I come up the Actually, stairs. Actually, today I didn't, though. I wasn't. No, no. no. But you are dressed to the nines today. Yeah, once in a while. i got to look respectable today. I thought you might pull out the Aliquippa sweatshirt today. <laughs> it's going with me to Florida. It really does. It feels, does it feel this, where did he go? He's still sitting back Where's there. Where's Mr. P? Does it feel Mr. like. Mr. P, there it is. There it is again. Does it I feel know. like an event? I mean. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Uh, like, I don't, uh, a wedding. The, a wedding is, is the closest thing I can think of to this. It's a celebration of Ron and all that he's meant for the city, for us. And for the station. Thank you. I'm just young guys. And when he said that at the beginning or the last time. Yeah, it hit you, doesn't it? Yeah, Ron, I I got to say, I'm just so proud to be here today. Just to be able to share this with you for myself. I mean, this is is just big for me. Growing up, listening to to you and all that you wrote. I'm just honored to be here. I really am. Thank you. You're one of the few people that I, I know a lot of people try to jerk me around by saying, I've been reading you since I was a little kid, you know, they're in their 50s. But I know you can say that and mean it, right? Yeah. You're young enough. Yeah, I really did. And you're the wedding planner today. That's right. City Limits. And we have a lot of great guests Don't we have on the invitation today? list. Here's what makes it exciting from our perspective is there's a couple people with travel plans, things like that, Ron, that it's going to be very difficult, but we're going to steer this. We're going to steer the plane like the '79 Pirates right. championship. He's plane. got a lot of pressure on him. Uh, our our man does, Charlie Charlie tell. Borges was a master. Nelly, on yeah, yeah, he was great on Monday. But I think this guy right here, Mister P, is just the guy to steer this plane. I think. I'm excited. I hope. The beginning was great, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was. Ron Jeremy. Oh what was your God. what was your second greatest moment then in fan uh, history? I, I mean, I I can't even come close to topping the that. time you sang I mean, Gilli- Gilligan's <laughs> Island, the whole theme song. Do we have that? <laughs> no, Try we to don't. Find that. We don't. You know, some of our interviews stand out in my mind. I mean, we were a young station, and we got like Roger Staubach, uh, Jerry West was yes, a memorable one. The logo. And Mike Trangisi came on and basically broke the story with us that the Big East was done. I knew Mike and got him on, and he yeah. basically said, nothing we can do. Right. Those are memories for me, the big interviews that we did. And then Ben's show. You got Ben. I love the line you said when, when uh, did somebody else ask you, or how did you get Ben? Or no, he, it, someone asked him, and you said, he's the only one that asked he me. He said it. He said it. Yeah. He goes, they asked me why I'm not on the flagship. He said, Ron's the only one who asked me. Yeah. Seven years, Michael. That was. Maybe the most important thing that ever happened here, just said the boss. And well, he I, made I national agree. news every week. Yes. We'd see the ticker in here. Ben Roethlisberger told 93.7 the fan every week. Right. Every week. Yeah, every week. He wasn't shy. You had a great line. <laughs> you had a great line. Uh, right along the one with Pony saying, I'm aghast right now. <laughs> when Ben hinted at retirement out of nowhere, uh, you what said. What did I say? I'm flummoxed. I don't know no, what to say. Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Tremendous. I didn't, I didn't know that was coming, and I mean, it just blew me away. There was a I, moment I, of silence, you know, and I've, you said, I've, "Ben, I've, I'm flabbergasted." I've had a long career with words, and I didn't. I was speechless at that point. Speechless. But that there were a couple a others with Vinny oh, that stand man. out to me. Vinny. Right? <laughs> there were a few. We may have one or two. There of were those. a few with Vinny. He was, as I said this before, sometimes we had problems working together, but he was a great human being. Yeah. Oh, he said, he, I'm the jerk. He was a good guy. <laughs> yes. But he was hard to work with at times. And we had a hell of a run here, Ron. Sometimes Man, at I each think, other's throats, but it's like, been, what, six years? I think six years. And the ratings would reflect that it was a hell of a run. And you're going out on top. Not a lot Me of and people, Jerome. Yeah. Not a lot of people do that. Like Clint Hurdle tweeted the other day when someone um, tweeted about your retirement. Right. Basically, congrats to Ron. Not a lot of people get to go out on their own terms and on top. Those two things together. Right. No, it's important to me. I mean, as I said, I've been planning this for quite a while, and I wanted to get through one more football season, and I did. Let's be honest here. When they told us, when this guy behind me told us six years ago, you're paired with Starkey and you're paired with Cook, both of us were sick about it, weren't we? A little bit at the beginning. Yeah, what were we going to do? What what did we do? We made made the best of it. Yes, we did. And it turned out pretty well. We had a bunch of horses behind the glass. We'd foal and then and his <laughs> and little a, son. And a suckling. Yeah, the little suckling Folsey. Now we have guys like Mr. P coming in here from out of nowhere. We've had a lot of support, but it's been it's been a great show. It really has. A lot of fun. And the things that we've heard from listeners. Remember, was it Patty yesterday? Yesterday. Who talked Michael, about Michael, did you hear this? This woman called us. It said she lost her husband like 10 months ago. He died of cancer. And she said right to the very end, he would listen to our show. And she said, you guys made him laugh. And she said, I'll never forget that, didn't she? That was unbelievable. And that's the second story realize, like that. We don't realize how many people we're talking right? about ever. It's just us two. We feel like we're at the bar. Well, you don't right. drink anymore. I, yeah. dr- I drink for both of us. Yeah. But, 1991 uh, was my last one. I mean, but, I, today may be my next one. But uh, you know, we don't realize that. And also pump. I mean, she made my day yesterday. I know. I kept thinking about that last night. 
we don't realize. And it was the second story just like that I heard this week. Plus, our guy Pomp was with us for a lot of shows. Every Monday. And we had a lot of fun with him. We the, beat the hell out of him, didn't we? I know, but people thought that <laughs> he comes after us. Oh, He's, it's he, like Cavalli. He Somehow he becomes a sympathetic figure. He, he hold, gives it back. He holds his own, there's no doubt. Remember he called naked from the hot tub <laughs> into the show? Do you remember yeah, that I show? Do. He denied it, but he absolutely He did. was. He was absolutely in a hot tub at, at the country club. <laughs> well, you've become a country club, club club guy now too, Joe, with your golf. Whoever will yeah, invite I, me. You yeah. are a... I don't belong to one, but whoever will invite me, I'm willing to come along for We were a just telling a story out there. Josh Roundtree, who's done great work here, took the job as a PR guy for Western Pennsylvania Golf Association. He comes in here during a break, and he goes, guys, I wanted you to know I just did this. I'm just getting ready to say congratulations, and he bursts in. He goes, can you get me on Oakmont without any other <laughs> word? Can you get me on Oakmont? <laughs> Ron, we have an early treat here. An early one. Let's go. From out of nowhere. This is a surprise call. We had this legend on one other time. And I told you the story of a little Joe Starkey back in Amherst, New York at the YMCA. This guy walked in and gave a clinic, a basketball clinic. He was playing for the Buffalo Braves, Braddock's very own pit legend, Billy Knight on the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline. Billy, how are you, man? Pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. I can't complain. I can't complain. I'm I'm just calling to uh, to welcome uh, Cook to the uh, big time now. He's going to be in the big time. <laughs> the retirement so world, Billy? Is that the big he's time? He's retiring. Yeah, absolutely. He's making it. You made it to the big time. Is that uh, 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 is it is it good? Do you enjoy it? Oh, it's good. It's good. You get you get you know, kicked out of the house or you're looking for stuff to do and, you know, you become a, a do-it-yourself guy and, you know, you, you get, but you eventually have to call in the experts anyway. Yeah, so. I hear you. I, especially me. Yeah. I can't do anything. So, yeah. well, you're so well, kind just, to call just, in. How you been, man? You're so kind. I know you were in town for the, they honored you guys the other day, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was very nice. That was very nice. Pitt did a, did a really nice job with the, uh, with uh, honoring the team. And uh, I, when they said 50 years, I thought they were talking about some old guy. But, um, Isn't that the truth? That, yeah. was, that, that, was my, that was the team I was on. That was the team I was on. You you blink yeah. and life flies by, doesn't it? It really does. It, it really does. It really does. I, I just can't believe you're old enough to be retired. Oh, I'm not going to. I, I think you're retiring early. I think you're going to retire early. That's I'm what not, I think. Starkey drove me away. What else can I say? <laughs> now I, uh, I, I, it's just time, Billy, and I'm moving to Florida and looking forward to it. And I really appreciate you taking the time to call in. Thank you so much. Oh man, you, you, you've done a lot of work, man. It's been a lot of fun, I'm, and I know you've enjoyed it. And other people that are tuning in enjoyed you. So um, thank you for those kind so words. I've well loved, deserved. I've loved every minute of it, man. You stay well, okay? Okay, you guys take care. Thank Keep you. Up with everything, and uh, take care of yourself. Thank you, Billy. How about that? What a treat. One day we have Doc Emmerich leading off, and now today we have a basketball legend hitting leadoff. Maybe run. the greatest player in pit history. <clears throat> oh, Certainly my God. A conversation. I don't go back to Don Hennon. Um, and, you know, you could argue, you know, Brandon Knight is up there, uh, Dewan Blair. There's so many great ones. He, he may be, I think he's number one. Man, I still remember, like, the last time he was on when he did that clinic. 
in Buffalo. I'm like, are you kidding me? This guy, it was right across the street from my house. I could walk. It was from here to the other end of the studio was the YMCA, and there he was. And by the way, in the ABA, Billy Knight, excuse me, 28.1 points a game for the Pacers, 26-6, 22-9, and then he just kept scoring when he got to the NBA. What a legend he is, Ron. No doubt. No doubt. That's what I said. Maybe the greatest player in pit history. You don't think that's the last treat of the day, do you? Joe, I know you well enough to know that there's plenty more coming. It's Off the Top, brought to you by J.P. Roofing and Siding. And yes, we have all kinds of treats from Ron's long and storied career. People that he's covered. People that he's worked with. City Limits is on patrol back there for anybody that calls in. And, Ron, we have another treat for you next, someone that you spent an awful lot of quality time with. Okay. We'll talk to that person next. Uh, Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. And, of course, the text line, which I'm understanding you have access to today. I do. Mr. P, is that right? Yes, it is. Yes, I do. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I feel like I need to go with the will of the people here. I put out a Twitter poll yesterday saying our friend Austin uh, could either go by city limits or Mr. P, and the people said city limits. So please go with the people. <laughs> I will from now on. But you let it slip it three rolls or four, off four the tongue, times. I mean, it he, rolls he, off he, the you, tongue, you Mr. P. You'll do it a couple yeah. more times this uh, today. I won't. I was going to shorten it to P, but that would no. could be construed awkwardly. What kind frankly. of connotation could come with that? A lot. Yeah. None of them good. Correct. Ron? Yes, Joe. I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm running out of time to do that, but my enthusiasm for Mr. Rooter Plumber has not dimmed. It is Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. I've known Bob Beal for a long time, and I've watched him build a plumbing company empire. Going on 21 years in this market, uh, which is an amazing run in any market doing anything. And the reason Mr. Rooter Plumbing has lasted so long is because it's great at what it does. Write the number down so you have it. I don't care if you have a broken water heater, maybe a backed-up sewer. You call 412-ROOTER-2, 412-ROOTER-2. The website's really good, too. Check it out, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. As I said, uh, going on 21 years in this market, 50-plus trucks out on the road every day. I see them coming into work, going home from work. I'm sure I'll see one this afternoon. I can't recommend them enough. The number one more time, 412-ROOTER-2. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a little new music. We haven't had this one before. I think City Limits is going to have themed rejoins here. Yes, we are. As if Ron already isn't sad enough. He wanted us to change up the music. That's what I said. That's why I said this is a new song. The Yellow Brick Road. That's where you're headed. It's Ron's farewell show. Here he's off to Florida on Saturday. He has an appointment with the eye doctor tomorrow. Dr. Uh, Verstratton. Terry Dr. Verstratton. Verstratton, the best at what he does. I can't wait to read your column which you said usually appears on Saturdays. Your Sunday farewell column yeah. will appear on, online on well, Saturday. I don't know. Most of the time when I write on Sunday, I, I look online, and it's at postgazette.com on Saturday morning, and then it'll actually be in the physical paper. We only have two of those a week, as you well know, on Sunday. Well, Ron, you'll be sad to hear that your first day in Fort Myers, it's only going to be 80 degrees and sunny to begin <laughs> your new life on Sunday. Ah, uh, you know, I, that's what I was telling somebody out and uh, before the show that I will be down there, uh, hopefully early afternoon and go to the store, load up with maybe some wings and pizza. And I already have some beer in the refrigerator, watch the Super Bowl with my kid. And then when it's over, I turn it off and I go to bed. And for the first time in 40 some years, I won't have to either write about it or talk about oh, it. Oh, does that sound and good? Then, and then Monday, you know, ask me what I'm going to do on Monday. Drink? Ask me. What are you going to do Monday? Whatever the hell I want to. <laughs> I like that. Whatever the hell I want to. In fact, I love that. And we just talked, who were we talking with? Mel Blunt yesterday. And you talked to any of the Steelers. Of all their Super Bowls in the 70s, which one meant the most? The first one, because it always does, and it's the same for the Penguins of the 90s. And you have often told the story, Ron, of the man you were sitting next to huh. when the buzzer went on the Penguins' first Stanley Cup. It's yes. long time. Minnesota. Pittsburgh media man and Penguins executive Tom McMillan on the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline. Tom, say hello to your friend Ron Cook, or goodbye, Ron, whichever you choose. Ron, what are you so down about? <laughs> uh, Mr. McMillan, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, right away he starts with a memory. Uh, what were the Penguins down? 3-2 to the Devils going back to New Jersey that year. Yeah, yeah and Joe, we've done 3-2 in the first round. It's only the first round. Ron writes this typical gloom and doom, everything's <laughs> over. <laughs> and I'm the beat guy, so I'm taking grief for it. And then, how about this? Back in the day, this would happen back then. Badger Bob called us into his office. Imagine that happening today. Right. He calls the two of us into his office, and he looks at Ron, and he says, he, he's holding the paper, and he's waving it. He says, what are you so down about? <laughs> That's great. If, if, we, if we lose this series, you won't be covering hockey anymore. What are you going to cover? 
Tennis? Tennis? Oh, he, he did say that. Uh, uh, Tom, there were so many memories with him. Make sure you read my Sunday column. I think you'll enjoy it. Your, uh, your reference with Badger Bob, I can tell you that. I remember. And then, then it, for younger fans, uh, we'll find it hard to believe because the Penguins are like the Steelers, such a great franchise. But Ron and I grew up when they weren't, when they were bad, when they were laughing stocks. And certainly going to the 91 playoffs, no one thought the Penguins could. There was not a thought they could win the Stanley Cup. It just just didn't cross your mind. And then you're, you know how it is, Joe. You're covering every other night for two months. And you're, it's just the next story. You're not really thinking in context. And finally, it's that final game in Minnesota. It's the third period. It's about seven to nothing. Uh, Penguins leading the North Stars. And Ron looks down at me with his goofy grin at his face, and he says, the Penguins are going to win the Stanley Cup. I'll never we forget it. started laughing. It's like two kids who grew up and couldn't ever imagine that sentence ever being uttered. You know, and we were there. Tom and I covered every game of the 91 and 92 playoffs. We didn't even have a yeah. paper the one year. We were on strike. <laughs> Remember, we did phone up. Phone oh, my God. <laughs> we Wait, did a that, phone that, update that. in Chicago, and we're on the phone. We're handing the phone back and forth. <laughs> And I think I, I, I cursed, I cursed, and I was like, pa- the phone. I panicked for a minute, and then we both realized nobody was probably listening anyway. <laughs> we were pushing buttons left and right. I mean, nobody's going to listen. Nobody cares. Tom, though, the one, I, uh, the one I'll always remember, you know who the last four out of the locker room were in Minnesota, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Me, oh, yes. Tom, Badger Bob. And Kevin Stevens. Wow. Yeah. And there's beer all over the place. We're standing in puddles. And Badger, boys, he calls us over. Boys, enjoy every second of this. It doesn't happen every year. It doesn't happen And then he died year. six months later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will never forget. See, again, things that, that couldn't happen, but those are moments. And I, I text Ron some of the, you know, I, I know he was getting overwhelmed with text. I just texted him some of those lines yesterday. And it's, it's it was 30, 35 years ago. But it's like you it remember it like yesterday, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And Ron, just a, just a Joe, great what you guys are doing. Just great tribute to Ron. Just an unbelievable career, both writing and broadcasting. I enjoyed reading you and listening to you and working alongside you, which most fans didn't don't have a chance to to do. And I think Ron, I think I may have been a part of begetting your broadcasting career. I believe oh, you let's did. Hear this. I do. It you was, had to show was, I did before me, right? It was back in the day when they were just starting to hire newspaper schmucks to be on the radio. Mm. They realized that we knew more than radio guys. So <laughs> KK hired me on Saturday afternoon to do a show, and I did it for a couple of years. Um, it wasn't very good, but it was on. And then I was jumping to WTAE because they had the Penguins. And Ron replaced me. I did. That would have been 1993. Is that right, Ron? That I, been your I, first? I was on 93 to 2002, and I probably still would still be on if it wasn't for 9-11. You know, yeah. I always look at Fred Hansberger as my radio father. He recommended me to replace you, and that's and I, that's how I got the job. You absolutely had it before me. So fans out there, if you're mad, it's my fault. Blame me. <laughs> what about me? Uh <laughs> Hey, Tom, how's the retirement treating you? You're a prolific author, for God's sake. Ron, it's a, you and I both had great careers. I love my career. This is the best part of my life. You are going to enjoy the heck out of it. It's, I, I look back now. I went to Point Park. My, my life plan should have been getting my degree from Point Park and then retiring the next day. <laughs> retirement is just unbelievable. <laughs> this, is the first, this is the first and only thing I have to do today. I had one thing on my calendar. Joe Sparky's going to call for the Ron Cook show. That's it. Uh, I do whatever I want. And you'll, you'll embrace that. And 
you'll have all the memories, but you're you're entering a really great part of your life. Tom, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything, Ron. Thank you, Joe. Take care, guys. Tom. Thanks for taking the time. We did every we thanks. did every game in '91 and '92. Every single game, side by side. You think he saw oh. me pace a few times? I always say he was as good a combination reporter, writer, wrote columns, did everything as well as anybody. And then he went right? to the dark side. Yes. He joined a team, but best yes, thing he, he ever did. Yeah. I, Joe, I say, I've said this before. With all respect to everybody else, he's the best combo guy I ever worked I with. I think he might be. That I ever read anyway. Right, right. I never worked with him in the media great side of reporter, it. Great reporter, great writer. And a valuable resource when he worked for the team because you have someone who's done it now working for a team. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, uh, we were on strike. The, the Teamsters went out. Then he took a job with the Penguins. Let's talk about that for a minute, Ron. Memories of PR people because these, you oh. know, for people who don't know, like when I came on the Penguins beat in – in 1997, very naive, you have to learn to work with people, with, with the PR folks, you know, the sports info at Pitt that they're, they're kind of, in some ways your lifeline in right, a way. Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about those folks for a while. Well, it's funny. I heard from the best there ever's been Joe Gord yesterday. He called me. Uh, he is the best. He was with the Steelers and in, in, he started with the Penguins in the late sixties and then went to the Steelers just in time for the glory years to explode. Yeah. And he was he was so helpful. That was back in the day uh, when teams felt like they needed you more, the media. Now they don't care, really. I mean, it's just they don't care. That part of the business has, has changed. changed. But, yeah. I mean, I'd walk into the locker room at, or training camp. Uh, I'd go to camp. He goes, go to Lambert's room. He'll see at 2.15. I mean, can you imagine oh that now? God. Or uh, you'd walk into the You lock- just walk into Lambert's room, yeah, yeah. knock uh, on the door, knew, and walk in? He knew you were coming. It wasn't like you just walked down the hall. But, yeah. Or I, I'd walk into the locker room, uh, and you'd hear Joe's voice go, Ham, Cook wants to talk to you. And I'd walk over, and he'd talk to me. I mean, he's the best there ever was. Burt Lawton is really good now. Really good now. Jim Turdenich with the Pirates. Jen Bolano has helped me out a lot with the Penguins and uh, – Obviously, E.J. Borghetti. I was was just going to say, obviously, E.J. Borghetti. Legendary, right? Tremendous. He he set me up on an interview with Elon Nastasi a long time ago. E.J.? Yes. How did he get involved with that? Because he was working at CMU, Carnegie Mellon, as their their sports information guy. Well, he blades Pitt. I mean, he's a Pitt guy. Oh, yeah. His dad was an All-American at Pitt, yeah. But I guess... uh, Elena Stasi was coming through on a tennis exhibition. So I was sitting in this grand room there with tennis's bad boy. I mean, he was past way past his prime of right. his career, but it was unbelievable to be sitting there interviewing him. I don't know. I just thought of that. But these are these are the people who really can either help you or hurt you, right? Right. EJ is right there too at the best. Man, I'll say. How about that? Tom McMillan calls in right after Billy Knight. And you don't think we're done with treats yet, do we? Do you, Ron? Is it 2 o'clock yet? Are we there? You want to do a quick six-pack and talk actual oh, sports? Absolutely. I'd love I that. I think that would be appropriate on your final day. I, I think so. 
Mr. P, just grab a six-pack. Uh, there you, you go. <laughs> There's the there first one. again. There's, no, that's the second one today. I think that's the better. I might put that out again today. That is no. the people, second one. Once people it has get, been voted on. Once people get used to this, I think it's a great name for you. I do not. Pee Wee Herman. See, the more you protest, though, the more. That's fair. I'm just going to You know, I learned that a long it. time ago. You know, They told me about if you're a parent, and Joe's going to find this out with his daughter because she is coming into that age. Where if she has a boyfriend and you don't like him and you make that clear to her that you don't like him, it actually drives her closer Good advice. to him. Good advice. You know, you got to swallow hard. You, yeah. you know, first of all, all you can do, listen to me, I, I, I'm a hell of a dad. I, I don't mind saying that. I might have been a crappy husband. I might be a crappy friend. I'm a hell of a dad. And uh, I, I was always told that because... Uh, you know, you got to swallow hard, and but you raise your daughter. You trust the way you raised her. You trust that she's going to make good decisions. Yeah. And maybe she'll see her folly at some point. But if you say, what are you dating that guy for? You drive her right to him. I'll take that advice. I learned I that a long time ago. And thank you for it. Do you have a six-pack Although on my hand? problem was any guy that came to my door, I didn't like. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't like any of them. Oh, oh, beautiful sound. Oh, what a sound. So, uh, however things go today, Ron, this may be the last time you and I actually talk sports. Okay. So here goes the first one. Are you not going to call an Emmy on occasionally? Oh, you know what I mean, yeah, as a show. As a show. I know. Of course we're going to be calling you. All right. Uh, the Brewers of all teams. For God's sakes, does it always have to be in the division? It typically is. They go out and get Gary Sanchez and sign him to a $7 million year with a, with a one-year option. So the Pirates are stuck with Hank Davis, so they don't even want to catch in the human rain delay and some other guy that I never heard of. What are they doing? I mean, $7 million. I mean, they couldn't afford to pay that? Here's a they guy don't who want to pay that? 19 home runs last year. He's more than adequate defensively. He's fine defensively. He's a veteran. He'll stabilize things. He'll let Hank go play somewhere else, which is clearly what they want. And the Brewers. The Brewers and the Brewers got the better first baseman. They got Reese Hoskins. The, the, the Pirates have rowdy... What's his name? Telez. 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 Telez or Let's Telez? get Rowdy Telez. Yeah. He looks like the guy, uh, what, I keep forgetting his Daniel. Um, Vogelbach. 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 Yeah. yeah. For about a third a, of a the money. A large man, a larger fellow. For about a third of the money they spent on him. I, uh, this, this but is, you know what, Joe? This is America, right? For the most part, not always, but for the most part, you get what you pay for. I know. Right? And I think the Brewers, who won the division by nine games last year, are going to get what they paid for. And the Pirates are going to have the human rain delay out there catching half the time. Nobody likes Jason Delay better than me, Ron. But <laughs> come on. Next one. Limits. Who was a human rain delay? That was Hargrove, right? Hargrove. Mike, Mike, Mike Hargrove. Hargrove, right? Yeah. Sean Alexander says if he played Super Bowl forty a hundred times, the Seahawks would have won at ninety nine against the Steelers. You buying that no, load of crap? No, I'm not. I'm not buying it. Um, they, they got screwed by the officials in that game, though. I don't think there's any question. There were two or three calls. Who was the guy? Bill, uh, what was the official's name? I can't remember. Like, he, he later he was quoted. Bill Levy? Maybe. That sounds right. Was like it? Like, six months later, he was quoted and saying, yeah, we missed some calls. I still think the Steelers were the better team, and I can still see, uh, you know, the pass to Hines, obviously, from Antoine Randall, right? Yes. And Willie Parker's run, right? That was Super Bowl XL, wasn't it? Bill Levy. That was his Bill name. Bill Levy. He says he regret. Listen to this, Ron. I, I know. I remember this story. Tell it. Listen to this quote. 
He said, I'll go to my grave with regret, NFL Bill Levy said back in 2010 uh, with a wound that won't heal by acknowledging he made mistakes. I mean, come on, Bill. Let, let's let uh, Buck I don't, up. I don't think, Buck we, need, up, I don't think we need to go that far. There was a race up. There was a ticky tack call offensive pass interference in the end zone that wiped away a touchdown. But it wasn't like, you know, the Saints non pass interference call right. that year that he it was a couple of judgment calls. And the other one, I think, was he may have missed a holding call. Um, How many times has that happened in the course of a game? Yeah, I mean, is he still alive? I hope he didn't go to his grave with this if he's not. What was that, Ron? What was that, Austin? It wasn't me. Limits? It was just sound from the computer. <laughs> um, you know what? One, you asked me yesterday about being on Super Bowl Media Row. Yeah. One year I had on Mike Holmgren. And the coach of Seattle. I remember that. And he sat down, and we start. I go, welcome back to the Cook and Joe show from Pittsburgh here. on. St-. And my guest is Mike Holmgren. And he like, if my memory serves, he interrupted me immediately. He said, okay, let's get it out of the road. Let's talk about it right now first, the Super Bowl. And he was, cl- he was good about it. He was fine. I remember that interview. I think the two calls, Sean Locklear was called for holding. I mean, okay. Maybe a bad call. Maybe the Steelers were offside. I don't remember. <clears throat> that would have put the Seahawks at the Steeler one-yard line, and on the next play, Ike actually caught the ball for an interception. <laughs> and then uh, I forget the second one. It doesn't matter. The, the statement of 99 out of 100 is ridiculous. You know, stop the wide receiver from throwing a touchdown pass and stop a 75-yard run by Willie Parker, if you would. That was a really good Seahawks team, Ron. They were 13-3. and three. Sean Alexander, I think, was the MVP of the league. That was a really good team. It was a really good team. Um, and you mentioned, uh, you know, how many guys have been held. And, and I mean, how many times was James Harrison exactly. held? Now, hold on. i got to find this here. Speaking of which, City Limits, I made Yeah, an, we need another six-pack for another sign. Wait, wait. Are I you, made an unbelievable Super Bowl Steelers Super Bowl trivia quiz for you and Ron to go head-to-head. Do you have a working knowledge of the Steelers Super Bowl history before you were born? The 70s Super Bowls? Yeah. A decent one. Okay. Obviously didn't live through it to watch them live. Of course not. You weren't alive. That would have been impossible. I've gone back and watched them all. Yeah. I got one, too. Please. This is from, uh, apparently, I don't know if James, James Harrison was on with uh, McAfee, I think. Didn't we see him over our yeah, show yeah, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was showing off his abs. James Harrison blasts in cap. This is right up your alley. Yeah. Right up your alley. Blasts, capital, all capitals. The Steelers' current expectations. Quote, the expectations should never change. I think the expectations have become, quote, we don't want to have a losing season. Yeah. I'm not throwing salt or flack at anybody. But the Pittsburgh Steelers' uh, standard is to win Super Bowl at uh, win Lombardi's. When you go into that building, there's six of them sitting right there, and right now we're not even winning a playoff game. I think we need to get back to what the standard of the Pittsburgh Steelers' legacy is. The lore is uh, that's non-losing seasons, just not what it is. Yes, that's exactly how what you've. He couldn't have said it any better than you. Right, and it's the expectations from the outside around them. That nobody ever talked, none of the national media ever talk about. Like, have you ever asked yourself, Jason Lockenfora, why nobody expects anything from the Steelers? And then Mike Tomlin meets or barely exceeds this, the low expectations 
that he helped to create, and he's lauded for it. Yep. Did that make sense? That made perfect sense. Crack one. I, I, as soon as I saw that Harrison thing, that's I, great. I, I mean, I laughed. I, I laughed as I saw it because I've heard it on this show a few times from you. Yes. Great timing on that one. It sounds delicious. The Steelers are interviewing, reportedly, uh, Chargers um, pass game guy, Tom Arth, for a pass game position. According to Aaron Wilson on Twitter, he was the passing game specialist for Brandon Staley in Los Angeles, which I'm really confused with because it seems like, uh, oh, Brandon Staley, okay, with the Chargers. So what do you make of this? I don't know anything about this guy, um, but I'm I'm hopeful they add a position like that. Yeah. Whether it's him or somebody else that you know can you know demand that the receivers run the routes uh, and maybe work with Pickett a little bit to try to help him out. Um, I, again, I don't know if this is the right guy, but somebody like that I want. I agree, and I think you need to pair Arthur Smith with somebody like right. that. Right. So a pass yeah. game specialist. No, I don't know anything about the guy, but I think that the idea is good. Limits, please crack another. Who's going to win Defensive Player of the Year tonight, Ron? Oh, TJ Water, Miles Garrett. TJ's, I'm seeing more people thinking TJ. TJ has collected some like pro football writers, you know, pro football. Fo- I, I don't know for sure which ones. I've seen him win like three or four, and maybe Garrett won. Yes, but this this is the big one tonight. This is the uh, this is the one that everybody will remember as the uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, maybe maybe he'll sneak in. Maybe he deserves the award. I th- still think what I've thought all along is that they're going to give Miles Garrett a lifetime achievement award and say, you know what, if we're ever going to give this guy this award and he's got to win it once, right. It's going to be this year. That's going to be some of the voters' rationale. I think I think that's probably accurate. P. P. There you go. That's three there it now. Is again. That's I think three. Might be four. Yeah, I mean, T.J. Watt's got to be the guy that gets it, right? I would think so. It would just crack one, makes please? the most logical sense. Yes, he has all the numbers. He has all the numbers. How about Pitt basketball evening their ACC record? They've all of a sudden gotten hot, and if Five they beat Virginia, six. then we can start talking. Are they going to get on the bubble here? Five out of six. They went. That's a nice win on the road last night. I'll say. I mean, they're, Pitt's not a great team. NC State's not a great team, but they're a decent team, and you beat them on the road. Now Virginia's red hot. I think they've won five or six in a row. Yeah. And you know, uh, Tony Bennett, a really good coach. It's going to be tough to win in Charlottesville. Is that uh, Saturday? Their uh, city limits. Is that when they play? It's uh, Tuesday. It's not till Tuesday. Not till Tuesday. So they got oh, some time off. They got some time off. I'll be real impressed if they win that game. But that's a nice win last night. Thank you, Limits. Um, Brendan Dillon with a three-game suspension for the hit on Achari the other night. Sounds about right to me. You? You know, I thought that was worthy of five. But I also thought that he'd probably get two. So I guess I'm okay with three. Yeah, me too. Man, that sounds good, doesn't it, Ron? You're getting an extra couple today as a bonus for your retirement. It's nice. J.J. Watt claims he was monitoring a comeback as the Steelers' season was progressing to join his brother T.J., but he said they were all set with good players. Who? What the hell Who? was he, what the hell he was talking he watching? about? He was huh? watching DeMarvin Leal, yeah. I guess. Uh, sit on the sideline. What players are we talking about here? Outside of Hayward and... Uh, it was hurt. Ogan Joby's a Ogan Joby's a good player, not a great player. Yeah, and, and I mean, obviously, Benton kid came on real strong. Benton, yeah. I mean, clearly, 
they could have used J.J. Watt over anybody else. So Didn't he say the three losses in a row factored into it, I think? I don't know. I, I thought read I saw, the whole thing. I, I, say, I thought he said I was monitoring their season, and then they lost the three in a row. All right, Ron. It was very nice to talk sports with you, perhaps for the last time. Isn't that sad? Oh, we got we three, might get back to we it. We got three hours yet to go. I know, but we got people lining up here. We have all kinds of things happening. I'm a little nervous about that. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge. Route 19, Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. Coming up next, an old friend, Ron. Another old friend. I've gotten a lot, man. I told you, I'm leaving a lot behind here. I think you're really going to enjoy hearing from this fine man. And that'll be next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. High of 58 today with mostly cloudy skies and a low tonight of 28. All right. Last I heard, there's a rather big football game happening in Vegas on Sunday. And FanDuel's all over it in partnership with Valley Forge. Perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat same-game parley. When you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. Now, I'm still looking at this one 12.5 yards over under on Brock Purdy. When you look a little more deeply into that, most of his games he was under. But the last two, he's been over. And I think as the games get bigger, that's instructive. A quarterback is more inclined to take chances and run. I'm going over. But you can build your own SGP or use one already in the system at FanDuel. And you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. You'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, 21-plus present in Pennsylvania. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.